Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Big Ed's Neck, the only 90 Day Fiancé podcast. Today we're going to be talking about 90 Day, The Single Life, Season 3, Episode 14, The Tell-All, Part 3. My name's Marty, I'm here with Jen. Hey, guys. Let's get started with uh, Debbie. So, um, we can spend an entire fucking episode just unpacking the first, like, five minutes of Colt and Debbie's shit. Yeah. Right? So, the major takeaways I got, Colty trash man super disrespectful towards his mother. Yes. I think it's because they have a really unhealthy mother-son, like, relationship. Yeah, I think so. And that's not entirely Colt's fault. It's Colt's fault for being disrespectful, but the the root of the issue is not necessarily his fault completely. Mm-hmm. It's partly his fault. But, like, Debbie did not want Colt to grow up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to the point where it was like he wanted – she wanted him to depend on her based on the whole, like, oh, he's homeschooled and, and not – you know, he wouldn't get a driver's license. Mm-hmm. Like, even if your kid's like, I don't want to get my driver's license, I think a parent needs to be like – Dude, you're 17, you're 18. Yeah. You got to get your fucking license, man. Yeah. You got to learn how to drive. Yeah, But then you, you but know. then Debbie says she bought him a car and he wouldn't drive it. So there's like a weird dynamic of like- I don't know. She it, didn't want him yeah. to grow up, but he also wasn't eager to grow up either. Like he enjoyed- Up until like whenever he moved out for Van- Vanessa, like he enjoyed right. his mom, you know, cooking him breakfast every day and dinner right. and doing his laundry. And it's like, so he, he enjoyed- being treated like a and kid. Each one had a different like perspective on that because yeah. Colt is like, "Oh, you didn't want me to get my license," and Debbie's like, "You didn't want to get your license." It's yeah, like, I don't, I don't know who's right. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And I think that, um, I think it was Colt that said that, uh, that like Debbie has been like, um, or like like almost like they're not parent and son, but like friends, friends. And, yeah, and I agree exactly. with that. And I think that that probably really took off after uh, Harvey passed, where they just kind of depended on each other and right. was each other's friend and. And I think that that's where that kind of developed, and I think that that helped with their like toxic relationship right. because then they became less son and mom and son, but friends. And then as Colt did start to grow up, started dating, wanted to move out, this got married. Then it was like now he's actually growing up, or like, but now she's losing her friend, like her only right. friend too. And and you know there was a lot of like boundary issues too, especially even yeah. regarding like sexual stuff. Like Debbie telling everyone that Colt's uncircumcised it still kills me a little bit. Yeah, she bought um, his first bought fucking his porno. First, bought his first Playboy. Um, didn't Veronica also say that Debbie would like walk in on them having sex occasionally, and that's why they needed to leave? Or what is Vanessa said that? Or uh, Vanessa, yeah, not Veronica. Yeah, Vanessa. yeah, I think she said something like that, or she'd always be knocking on the door or something like Interrupting that. Interrupting in some way. It, I mean, and Vanessa reiterated at the end of like, you know, we we don't want you not in our life, but like we just wanted we all we wanted was privacy some under boundaries. under your roof, right? You know? Some and, boundaries. And so, I mean, I can only imagine that the privacy does relate to the bedroom. So I gotta think so, you know, and and from what she's told us about Colt, he's a chatty cafe in the bed, in the bed, in the sack. So Ugh. I don't like that either. <laughs> um, and also, you know, Debbie. Let, let's also not forget that Debbie lays on a guilt trip pretty thick. She does, yeah. You, you know, neither of them can express their feelings very well. Yeah, because it's like Colt can't control his emotions, so he gets upset. Well, they both, and they get upset, and they yell at each other, and that gets nobody anywhere. Right, right. And, you know, and then, like, then she just kind of starts to usually starts to cry and or give you the guilt trip, and when that's not working and the screaming right. happens, and now she starts to cry, mm-hmm. which is still part of a guilt trip, I think, of an eye you're going to feel bad for because you made her cry. Oh, sure. Um, but And it, also, yeah. like, well, look how he's talking to his mother, and it's yeah. like, well, you know, you're not, you're not innocent in this. 
just and I mean and I've been there in Colt's defense where like you know like my mom was like a huge alcoholic and just a a mess and so her and I would you know before she passed we would get into arguments and like and yell at each other and I mean of course now I'm much older and I I know how to react properly you know I've done therapy like I know how to manage my emotions when it comes to her Oh, yeah. um, and but like you know like I would have you know friends like friends that would be there sometimes or her and I would get into it and be like oh I can't believe you talk to your mother like that and it's like alright well Listen, you don't know dude, you, don't you don't know what context. I put up with exactly yeah. you don't know how many times I lifted her up off the floor today you don't know right. you know what I mean you don't exactly. know and essentially it boils on you don't know how much hurt and anger is there and right. why and why, for why right. I'm reacting and that's what I learned about myself is like my like me being so angry wasn't about being angry but about being hurt and then well anger you know, is a secondary emotion exactly you know. and like so that's you know what you you know what you learn in therapy guys and you right. know so so yeah so it's like and from colt's perspective with that it's like i i hate when people would do that and be like oh you you know you treat your mom right. bad you should talk to your mother that way it's like all right well like, i also I gotta, yeah i gotta defend him a little bit yeah. here like no he shouldn't be but you do have to see the whole picture yeah, here there and like no it's not okay to talk to her that way you should work on yourself and find yeah. a way to properly like, communicate but yeah. There, there's hurt and there's anger. There's all these emotions behind why, what's making him raise his voice exactly, like that. Exactly, exactly. And my mom used to do the guilt trip thing all the time too, and she would start crying, and then I would say to her like, "You don't even have. You're crying. There's no. You don't have any tears. Yeah. Like why? Why are you doing that? And yeah. she, she'd be like, "Yeah, okay, fucker. You know, like <laughs> you know. But yeah. that's the thing. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know. But Debbie, I mean, she's telling us she had nowhere else to go. Colt's like, well, you had your brother, you had your nephew, you had yeah. your friends. And then he's like, you just, you know, went to the first person's doorstep, basically, which was kind of rude to say. That's a rude thing to say. Yeah, he didn't have to say that. But, but you know, she sure made it sound like there just literally was no other options. Like, well, you had some options. They mm-hmm. weren't great options. You didn't like it. Yeah. But it's not like you were going to be homeless. But then, too, it's like, I mean, was the friends she could live with in Vegas the ones that said, oh, but no cats? Which also, right. did Debbie bring her cats with her to fucking Canada? We never heard anything more never about, heard that. about that. Never heard about that. Yeah, I don't know. I hope so, because I got something against people that leave their fucking pets behind. Like, right. you know, I mean, a cat is like a 20-year commitment, man. You know? It is. Dogs are 10 to 15, maybe more if you're lucky. You know, it's like you don't. Yeah, just yeah. But also, I mean, as much as I love my my cat in particular, if it's gonna be between my cat and homelessness, buddy, I'm sorry, you gotta go. I, I you know I can't be on the street. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I guess that's I'm gonna true. Be, but... well, I'm gonna be in a box with my cat in the <laughs> fucking corner. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. So, and then you know, Colty got snippy and passive aggressive with Tony, and mm-hmm. it had very much had this like 12 year old boy meaning new dad type of yeah. vibes. You you're not I mean? my dad. You you're know, not my real I mean, dad. <laughs> right. Like, it is very, again, very, I, I think, I think that whatever dynamic him and Debbie had, and then I don't remember what age he was when his father, when Harvey passed away, but it's like somewhere in there stuff happened I mean, he was, where, where this bond. Couldn't be older than 20. Yeah. And like where yeah. this bond formed with him and Debbie and to where she never made him have to grow up. He never really right. wanted to. And Peter he's, Pan. And he's still now like. Let's like, call Colty Peter Pan. He never grew up. Okay. And so Peter Pan, like, you know, like he's just, <laughs> even with his emotions, like he still acts very, um, very immature with just like the way he handles his emotions yeah. and, and, and just the way like that, that conversation yeah. with Tony, like acting like the way I would, I would expect like a 12 year old to right. react well, to you know, a new dad in the picture. Major and, trauma can sort of stunt someone yeah. and, and almost make them like not develop emotionally. Yeah. So they, yeah, they kind of act yeah. like a teenager because that's when his yeah. dad died. So now 
when he gets all emotional, he's acting like a teenager. Yep. Often, you know? oftentimes, yeah, when there is like a a big traumatic moment in someone's life, like you said, like when they're young or when they're a teenager, or whatever, like oftentimes, like they can get stuck in exactly where they were emotionally and developmentally. Right. Um, oh yeah. At that point of trauma, we see that a lot with people like getting out of prison and stuff. Yeah. Like they're just in a state of arrested development. Yep. So Tony says something that kind of drove me nuts, and I hate when people say this type of shit. So he was talking about his kids and how kids call and da da da. And he was saying, like, oh, well, no, Colt, you could have picked up the phone and called Debbie. It's like, listen, when a parent and child's relationship is fucked up, I don't mm-hmm. care how old everybody is, yep. it is always the parent's obligation to try to fix that shit. Yeah. I, yep. I, that's just how I feel. Yep, I so think so. I know, yeah, it works both ways, of course, but... It, to me, the the burden should be on the parent to try to make that right. Yeah, I mean, that's I so. that's just how I feel. So because they're know. like always like you know they were all like you've been the adult longer. You know what I mean? Like you right. you've been the adult and for this you, child's you entire are the life. Parent. Yeah, that, you're the that parent. relationship yeah. never doesn't change completely. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was fucked up. But the, yeah, their relationship is just wrong. They both need a lot of therapy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And I, I I also kind of felt like Colt maybe was maybe trying to set up this narrative that that Tony is preventing him from seeing his mom. Yeah, which that's not true that's, because that's not true. He's been a shit, you know, since he moved out. So Absolutely. This has been on the on the shits for a while. Mm-hmm. So How about Natalie? I love that they brought Josh back out and sat him right next to Debbie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I like that at some point he was like Debbie asked or asked him something. He's like, "I'm not talking to you anymore." <laughs> like, yeah, that I, was like, kind I of really, awesome. Yeah. I really love that. When they brought out Mike, I I I was hoping he would come out with the same swagger as like 1997 Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, how great would it have been if they're just like, well, one person we haven't heard from is Mike, and then we're Poosh, yeah, the big glass break, and he comes walking out. Oh, Mike, I want you back. What? Like, he just says, like, the song goes, huh? What? what? Yep. Uh, and then, of course, you know, Debbie just kept cutting Josh off and pissing yep. him off. And yep. I kind of loved it. He was getting all bothered. It was, yeah. Like, I, I, that would bother the shit out of me, too. And then even later, he's like, they're like, And it's after- like, now you see all this happening. And can you really shit on Colt, <laughs> Colt for being, like, shitty with. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. If you, imagine you just had to live with that. A- exactly. Then, mm. like, then even, like, later on, like, after everything with Natalie and all of her shit, you know, they ask Josh, you know, like, what, do, where are things going to go or whatever? And he's just like, well, you know, once I get over the traumatic voice of this woman over here, <laughs> like Debbie's voice, like, once I stop having nightmares about her voice, yeah, you know, right. I can figure out what to do with Natalie. Again, you know? he's more upset about Debbie than, yeah, than, than whatever Natalie yep. situation. So, yep. and, and, you know, Josh was sitting there looking like a fucking third wheel while, mm-hmm. you know, Mike and Natalie are going back and forth yeah, and na- shit. They're and... like, oh, Natalie, you got to pick one. And then she's just like, no. And then she runs over and sits in Mike's lap. All right. And then, and- but Josh then, is like, did we just break up? Yeah, and then and Veronica's like, you should probably break up now, Josh. And then, but then like, then she's like, oh, you know, I think Josh says or somebody says that uh, she's not ready for a relationship. Or, or Mike was saying this, I think. And then Natalie's like, and then, she's right. I'm yeah, then, then she him. prances off from his lap, like, yeah, she, yeah, he's right. I don't want marriage. I don't want a relationship. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong with what you? You nut. Just a head full of fucking cotton candy. I swear. Yeah, that. <laughs> yes, that's the best way to describe it her. Is, you know? I mean, like, what kind of merry-go-round is spinning up? there like what is happening (laughs) so and then they brought out trish which i think for trish they should have brought her out to the undertaker's theme yeah like the don't like everything goes black and it's just 
Yeah, that would have been a good one. And she comes out in like a long black coat. That would be so fucking perfect. Yes. And I just, right? and, and like that old, uh, the old school hat he'd wear, that little <laughs> black hat, you know? Oh, okay. that would be beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and Trish came out swinging. Yeah. She, and mean, she just told know. Josh, fucking run, dude. You gotta run, man. And I mean, she's not wrong. I She's she's right. I can't shit on her. No, I yeah. can't shit on her. Natalie is too, she's. She's too nuts what? and doesn't know what she wants. She's right. No. She doesn't. And she's just so, she's a fucking hurricane man. No, like she just really is. Has no idea what she's doing. She's a doing. fart in a fan factory. She really is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, What is up with Natalie's hair? Is she wearing a wig? Because it looks like a wig. I think she's wearing, I suspect she's wearing like clip-in extensions. Okay. To, to make her hair more does, full and long. It, it looks weird, right? Yeah. Like her it, hair it did doesn't not look, quite look right. real. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And then when she left, it was obviously much more thin and uh, like fucked up. So I think yeah, she had clip-in um, extensions in there. <laughs> Borrowed I, them from Angela. I, I yeah, <laughs> section me, Uh I kind of love that Trish was talking about Mike like as if he wasn't sitting there. Yeah, like it's kind of a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Like, oh, he tried to do this, this, and this. And it's like, well, he's sitting right there. But, I mean, you know, speaking of Colty and fucking Debbie, I mean, he's another mama's boy, but he's got a little bit more of a backbone than- He's not as bad as Colt. Not as bad. and but That's true. I think that Mike is just somebody that has a hard time as, like, your your typical man of right. um, expressing his emotions and talking about Definitely. his feelings. He, and but Trish he's like a, does it he's for like him. A do- yeah, I got that vibe, too. And, like, and he yeah. lets her do it, and because I think that she is saying what is correct and but like he doesn't have to be awkward and say it you know right. and look like some kind of sissy or something or but the you thing know. about mike though i don't have a doubt in my mind if if natalie were to move back in and he's and she was like i can't live with trish i think i fucking think he would not kick trish out but build her like a fucking trailer on the yeah. property you <laughs> yep, know what yep, i mean yep. like with his bare hands like he's just like a dude you know yeah. so i don't know but and, mike, I, and i don't i don't buy i don't buy his Crap! I mean, good for him for being like, no, I'm not going to take Natalie back. If but she wants he only me. says that when Trish is around. Yeah. When Trish is out of the frame, he's so much more like non-committal. Yeah, he's like, oh, you never know what's going to happen. Like, I don't, don't have, have a crystal, crystal ball. ball. So he know. does. He does. And like you said, he still has love for her or whatever. Yeah. Like he would take her back, but he knows that the, that's the wrong answer. Like that's right. if he said that to anybody, they'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. And so he knows it's the wrong answer, but he would he would do it. So. Yeah, I think so. How about Caesar? Hail Kaiser. Well, this fucking guy. He, he started <laughs> so, <laughs> out. He had he had two girlfriends all well, coming well, to the U.S. Stella Stel and Katrina uh, weren't able to make it. To yeah, shockingly, all. they were yeah. not. This goes to what I said last week, where the only thing I can agree with Natalie on is that these two women don't fucking exist. It's What's not that? real. Was that from the movie where the girl is dating a fake person? She's like, oh, his name is George Glass. I don't know. I, don't I feel know. like I there's a lot of, of movies like that. But, but uh, yeah, no, this is Stella and Car- Katrina Glass. They yeah, don't fucking exist. Due, due to everything in Ukraine, they weren't able to make it on the tell-all. Oh, but really? they're oh, but able, Alona can? Yeah, but Alona can. And then they're also able to communicate however they do with Caesar um, since the war started. Yeah, so a load of shit. Call bullshit. Yeah. It's Caesar some fucking- needs to, They need to do a crossover episode with Caesar on, like, Catfish. Yeah. And then we find out exactly what's happening with these two it, people. It's some fucking dude in his basement somewhere. That's fucking oh, pretending to If it's anybody, chicks. it might if just be If it's anybody, Caesar. it could just be a bot. It just he's being fucking screwed again, and not in the fun way he was hoping for. Um, right, exactly. And this is where so they they do get a hold of Alona, mm-hmm. right? And um, so they stop talking like a month before the tell-all, 
which is suspicious to me, like a, like, like a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. So when did, so and I was trying to figure out that. And time now he's frame. getting two women. Yeah. So within when, like three weeks, like he's just a yeah. stud. That's that, something you already have found two women, two women, not just one, but two uh-huh. after within the last month. That also you are sure enough that you want to what marry, Make date, whatever, and, both of them, and yeah. support them here. Like bullshit, man. Like it, it kind of. I mean, it, it really sounded like Caesar was just pissed off about Alona not communicating enough after Russia invaded. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and he got all pissy and and like kind of a big Ed move. Decide, of, yeah. Of just like you know, she's not focusing all on him because there's a fucking and, and war then, going on around right. her. Right. Well, the war needs to be me, baby. <laughs> and it's like, uh, and then he's like, "Oh, I wanted to give you space uh, by dating other people. Like, yeah. That's not space. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if I were Alona and I watched any of that crap about him having two other w- women, I'd be like, "Ooh." And that's what I was gonna say. This is why Sean sucks. Yeah. Sean didn't bring up. She didn't ask Alona about the two other women that, you know, and Caesar's plan to be polyamorous. Like, yeah. why the fuck would you not bring that up? Yeah, like, they drop all these other, like, they played that clip in front of Josh of Natalie telling, you know, the, the cameras and Mike, you know, like, oh, if he takes me back, I'm going to tell Josh it's over. Like, you you drop that bomb, but you won't drop right. a bomb on Alona? Well, maybe that's While the wrong phrasing right with the whole there, Ukraine deal, well, but... Yeah. <laughs> but no. You dropped a bomb yeah. on me. Baby. But, um, uh, but yeah, like, why not tell her, like, hey, are you aware that he's been talking to two other women and plans I was to just, bring them? I was them? just waiting for Sean to be like, so are you going to be the third wife? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah, it just never brought it up. Or like Caesar, how it would Alona play into you know Stella? Yeah, and are you going to drop the, the sister wives? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, and then so, of course, I this fucking guy is a mess. For fifty years old, he's a fucking train wreck. Like, he I mean, really, really he is. started out with having two women, and then now you you video chat for two seconds with Alona, and now you're back to oh, you're going to be about Alona and ditch the other two women. Like, what? Yeah, I mean, he was not committal about it. I mean, he didn't really. But, but it's like what part of Caesar is non-committal, though? You know, plans like he had solid plans. These two women are coming over. We're gonna be a, a a thing. Yep. And all of a sudden, like five seconds with a loner, and you're like, well, I don't know. We have to see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, dude? Get the fuck out of here. He's so goddamn weird, desperate. Man. Yeah, he's weird. He's fucking weird. So how about Veronica? So that that beginning section. The segment uh, where they brought Jesse in by uh, yeah, what was the video point of call? that? I don't know. That was like, what the hell? Like, why was why? he necessary? I don't. We didn't learn anything. Yeah. And he was, you know, so but Jennifer wasn't involved, and but he, allegedly he's waiting for Jennifer like in Spain, and and then he showed us some video of her, and she had no eyebrows. It didn't look like her. Yeah, I swear she, to God, it, didn't, it looked like a different person. She had no eyebrows. That's why. May, I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. And it's, it's like, just, why does she have no eyebrows? Did she not draw them on? Show her. I'm like. Uh, I think that's just some like escort he found on the street or something. Like that just didn't seem like her. But I, why wouldn't she have? I I, I don't know. She just looked weird. And I, don't different. I, I don't know why though. I mean, I mean maybe because of, of obviously because of team. But like I mean, Tim's not the main character here. Like why the hell did you bring no. on Jesse and like nobody gives a fuck about that guy? No. Uh, like you know like. Put someone else on. I don't know. I don't know who, but find someone else to is, take up that block of time. Yeah, that know. was weird. That was that was weird and a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Team also had some white powdery shit in his hot pink pants. Hot pink pants. Like he was like baking cookies or some shit. Maybe. Or maybe that you know what? I bet I know what it is. It was probably those powdery white donuts. You know what I mean? And then the powdered sugar just gets everywhere. Or it was just maybe some powder left over from makeup. Maybe touched his face and touched yeah. his, his pants. It could be cocaine. Or it could be cocaine, yeah. It could be. I mean, totally I, don't, I don't know, but yeah. it could be. It could be. So, uh, and then Veronica was very funny when she pointed out, that, did you notice that no one here is actually yelling 
It's because someone is missing. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they're hard to dispute that point. Yep. Right. And uh, I also enjoyed very much that Debbie was giving Jesse shit. Yeah, him Cause, too. Because Debbie, when Debbie gives you shit, she's so annoying. Yeah. She's awful. Yep. So I love it when she gives people I don't like shit. <laughs> you know, I'm just glad it's not me, you know? Yeah. So and uh, yeah, I don't give a shit if Jesse and Jennifer are together. I just I don't care. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't care either. I don't I don't care about that. The in, whole in thing this at all. particular instance, I'm team team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. So Jesse goes away and then um we find out, you know, they they tease this in the beginning. Oh, Veronica's got a new fling in her life mm-hmm. and I think you called it yep. before and it turns out it's fucking uh it's Jamal, the runaway hero. Of the current season of Happily Ever After. Kimbali's son. Kimbali's son. And they bumped uglies the first fucking date. Good yep. for them. Yeah, good for them. I appreciate that. Yep. But they're not exclusive. And it's like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're long distance. They're long distance and all that. And um, But what I thought was, I don't know, it just struck me as interesting that um, he was very, very opposed or, or uncomfortable with the idea that that Usman was not exclusive to his mom. Yeah. Right? But now here he is just slinging that dick left and right. Yeah, you know and using I mean? like it just I mean, seemed Yeah, I agree. I and, don't know, man. and it's interesting because if you're watching Happily Ever After, he is on it. He's sure. he's there. He's a, a prevalent character this season. Um, he, he's the hero of the season. Yeah, he really, he's, is. He really is the star of the show. And yeah. but and he's like he he comes off as this really great guy, really nice guy, really level headed. But then here he came off really douchey, bit really of a shitty fuck boy. A yeah, bit of a fuck boy. And it's like I mean, on one hand, it's fine if they've had this agreement that we're you know we're long distance, we're gonna just have fun. He's what right. twenty seven. He's gonna have Something. fun. Yeah. Like and that's all fine if both parties are actually okay with it. But I believe team when he says, Veronica, I know you and I can tell by your face and this and the other, like how much you like you him. Be... I can tell that you want to be exclusive. I can tell that you're not okay with this. I can yeah. tell you're bothered by she it. She is and the I Kimberly agree. of this situation. Yes. And yeah, I and absolutely. I completely agree with team. And I I, I, I saw have, that too. Yeah. I have been I in that, that situation too. where, you know, you're not exclusive, you're having fun, but at some point somebody shifts and they want it to be more and like and I I could tell like Veronica has those that face she has those vibes that's what she's hoping for she's not hoping this just stays forever some little fling right. so it fizzles she wants us to get serious I I, I agree and, I agree and, 100% and so that's where if it was totally I, I think true, she's only open to this like inclusivity type of thing yeah be- because it'll keep them around. Yep. And then, you like what, what Tim mean? said, is that you don't feel like you've kind of earned the right yet to be like, "Hey, this ain't cool." Like, no, let's be exclusive. Like, you you think yeah. it's too new to say, and like, and that, and I agree. And so, I, I, if it's truly that they're two people that are just having yeah. fun and they don't, it, it, it's whatever. Then, like, she wouldn't be as geeked and as hard eyes as she is. Over I him, agree. Man. And this is another point that Sean could have explored and didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yep. well. Well, Jamal, what about your mom and Soldier Boy? You wanted them to be exclusive. You thought it was bullshit when you know when uh, Soda Boy wanted to have multiple women. Yep. And yep. now look at you, you stupid fuck. Yep. So, and so, um, so it's like I mean, on one hand, he's not doing anything wrong. He's, I mean, it's he's consensual. Been, it's he, not. Yeah, he's been you know. whether and regardless of Veronica's possibly you know deeper feelings or whatever. I mean, it's not like he's lying to her and telling her you know he's I'm, not necessarily responsible for her feelings if she's not going to yeah. be. Yep. forward and open about it yeah and and like know. you know he could be oh yeah we're exclusive yeah sure yeah okay and then be doing his own thing wherever right. it is he lives 
Right. And so it's like at least, you know, we may not like hearing it, you know, but like at least he has told her up front, like I am seeing other people. He's not lying. Like he's yeah. not cheating. He's not yeah, lying. Exactly. But yeah. it's like like you said, if Veronica wants more, she needs to speak up, but I think she's afraid that if she does, it'll yeah. it'll I think she I think she does feel like Tim said that it's too soon for her to play that card. And so she feels right. like if she does, he's going to bounce. She scare him away. Yeah. And... But I do think Tim is right that she's really not okay with yeah, this. Yeah, I think so. so. And But, I mean, it, 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 is, it is fair yeah, to it point is, out it, that it, team yeah. does seem to have a problem with the men that Veronica dates. Yes, agreed. There's always some kind of problem. Sometimes yeah. it's legitimate. I'm yep. not saying it's always bullshit, but it, 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 it can be pointed out. Yeah. He does always seem to have an issue with the men that she dates. And she it's dates. one of those things, because, like, I agreed with all of Tim's points, so it's, like, one of those things of, like, and he was right about that other Jason, James, Justin, Josh, whatever his name was. Um, and, you know, so it's like, is, is Tim yeah. just really that insightful? Like, does he know Veronica so well that he really does? And he know he's just I mean, so he, aware of people that he can call it so accurately without. Yeah. I mean, but it is it is a little bit strange no, that he doesn't like he doesn't he, does, he still doesn't have anything nice to say about anybody. Right. So. Yeah, that's true. I don't but know. But I like how they, they asked Jamal, like, why he can't commit to Veronica. And he's like, well, I have, like, family priorities. Yeah. And then that's Team bullshit. jumped. That's bullshit. That is bullshit. And then Team jumped in and was like, and that involved fucking other women? Like, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah. What, what does that even mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, your gra- I know his grandmother passed recently, RIP, but what what family priorities are you talking about? Are yeah. you adopting the kid now, Muhammad's kid? <laughs> right. Like, what? Yeah. So... I also noticed that later when Veronica was packing up, she had a full bottle of Pepto-Bismol, so she must have had uh, pre-tell-all jitters, nervous tummy. Yeah, I sympathize. I can relate. How about Tanya? Um, I kind of, I don't know. Her segment was a bit boring, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, she gets divorced from Sinjin. And... There was something like kind of weird about that. That I felt that was kind of like, I don't know, corny, like almost like Running Man-ish, like, yeah. where they're like... Uh, brought to you live under studio. We're having a divorce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Watch their marriage fall apart. And like, I it was, was just weird. I don't know. And I sided with Debbie a little bit on this because, well, Debbie was, of course, she Debbie lost her she, fucking mind. Yeah, and but, but like <laughs> Debbie was Debbie's crazy. point was, I think like the first two episodes of the Tell All, we focused on Tanya and about why she won't get divorced from Sinjin. Right. So just kind of like a bunch of wasted air. Like, why did we spend all this time talking about how Tanya won't get but, divorced? You know and, what? She's and shitting then, on surprise, Tanya, but. But production was in on it. Yeah. She didn't say anything to production yeah. about it. But it's also, it's like, well, it, I think it was the, the idea is that it was supposed to be a surprise. Yeah. You know, it's not like she was fucking lying to you. Like, like if you're having a surprise birthday party and you're like, well, motherfucker, you lied. You said we were going to go feed your cat and there's a bunch <laughs> right. of people here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Debbie just like lost her fucking mind. Yeah. Like, Debbie's weird about who she's okay with and who she's not. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, I, and it's just and it, it's just weird. Like it's annoying for me. I feel like the production in general with all the ninety day related shows these days. It just there's things that just seem obviously set up, scripted. Yeah, and it and like it's it's just annoying. It's like because we're not idiots. It's like we okay. Like again, we spent at least the first episode of the tell all. Uh, or part one talking about Tanya and this whole why she won't get divorced, will she ever, you know, blah, blah. It's like, 
production if you know yeah. you know why did we spend 20 minutes talking about this i get maybe exactly. we, we touch on it they but knew like, they were gonna break it up into three parts yeah and, and they need to do something you yeah, know and, and, and so fill just, the air and again i feel like we could have found other things to talk Brought about you live a divorce like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's weird yeah I don't know. yeah it was just it was very very corny Kitchy very almost like very like i don't know like jerry springer maury type yeah type thing, yeah you know yeah, just yeah. like like oh and, and here's you know the the new girlfriend or, or i don't know it just it like just seems so yeah i, I didn't, didn't like I it know. i didn't care for it either yeah but i mean we learned that sinjin's dating a lady yeah and tanya was not fond of that idea no I mean, and, and i felt bad because like yes he was talking about it and they kept panning back to tanya like her eyes were like kind of glossing up a little bit and she's you could you could see could the be, hurt in her and that could be production plan I, I don't know i think i think that like how sinjin said yeah. off camera that you know he's like i can't speak for her but i don't think she's moved on i agree yeah. i think that she's still in love with him i think he's still in love with well at I least think to some degree at least to some degree and i i think that i think that tanya does really like as she said like i didn't marry sinjin to get divorced you know well, like yeah I, I think she's still grieving the loss of of, of the, the marriage and yeah. of, of what it she wanted it to be right um but yeah i could i could see and feel the pain in her eyes as he was talking about that person and you know she was always yeah. this this planning person and like i feel like in her mind she she should be the one that has like the husband and the kids and the life and you know right, where she's right. this this fart in the wind where she doesn't really know what the hell she's doing right now and yeah. Sinjin's got and the I serious girlfriend and da 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 I don't da. buy it when she's saying that she doesn't want those things. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not really buying it. Yeah, I, 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 I really I think she kind of wants that stuff. I think she wants that stuff because she feels like she has that's the norm to have it. But nothing Maybe. but nothing else about her life is the norm. So it's like just be you and then right. you know then they talk about you know Sinjin was kind of calling her a fake free spirit basically yeah. Yeah. you know like you pretend to be this free spirit you're not really that person yeah and it's like you know if, if you're not that person it's that's okay yeah. you don't have to you know there's nothing wrong with that yep. it's just I less, will say uh, this though Sinjin does have some glorious hair he does that yeah. boy's got some good hair man yeah. I, I have to give credit where credit's due he's got good hair I also like that one of my favorite moments which is very confusing and I really like when people do confusing things like what, in moments Sinjin started twerking yeah when, when he didn't like arguing with, with Tanya anymore and didn't like what she said so his like eventual rebuttal was just to get up and twerk for like two seconds and she, everybody's like what like I love that because it's like a sure did switch the subject a very yeah <laughs> sure. a very a very tiny like shock value like really quick way to like, shut down the conversation what? like instead of right. being like I'm done with this conversation just Try like I'm using just gonna twerk for twerk like, you know get out of like a speeding ticket or, yeah you know what I mean? just like, like, like completely throw somebody off make them uncomfortable and awkward where it's, they just stop yeah. they, they're What's hung that up thing, on the awkward turtle yeah yeah, like yeah. they're they're just hung up on the awkward thing that like, just fucking happened. Why did so you, why did you twerk? Yeah, like why did you like that? That was your response. Who taught like, you to twerk? Yeah, like like, like instead of weird. instead of fuck you or the finger or I'm done with this. Like you just get up and twerk. Like I just shake what my mama gave me. Yeah, I yeah, I just I, I really liked that because it was so confusing and just like what? And so I'm here for it. I appreciated it. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it. weird shit. You yeah. Know. Speaking of weird shit, I could totally get a job as a sound healer. How hard could it be? Yeah, like I'm just banging on bowls and shit. Like whatever. Like release the inner demons. Well, funny would be like, now release the energy, and then you fart. <laughs> like I feel like there's a lot of farting that goes on and things like. In all the hippie like stuff that. has a lot of farts. Yoga. It's all about like all relaxing your body, which includes your bowels and breathing, <laughs> and usually laying down on like your stomach or something. Well, what a great and... opportunity to wind someone up and then like. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're waiting for some kind of wind chime or some shit. Yes. <laughs> some kind I love of... it. You know. But anyways. 
And this is about the time, you know, when they're signing the divorce papers. I mean, like, Debbie was calling her, like, a bitch and an ass. Like, yeah. she was really, like, laying into her. And it's like, Debbie, why are you so invested in... I feel like she was taking out a lot of her emotions from Colt on Tanya in that moment. That That's yeah. the vibe I got. It's like, she's got also, a lot of unresolved reaction in her that she didn't get to let out. She didn't out. get to let out. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I also suspect that, Ta- uh, that Debbie kind of chooses when she does or does not like somebody mm-hmm. and then um just kind of finds an excuse to substantiate that yeah and it's like because it's like dude it's just she wasn't really lying to you debbie yeah. it wasn't really like it didn't even involve you it's like it's like you know production I mean? wasted debbie's time and she was mad i mean production yeah that was a production move like all you all really... you had to say was we're getting divorced like why'd you have to talk about it for so long and it's like yeah i mean i, I get it it's like debbie, but... debbie did you not realize that the, the, how much production controls in this fucking thing yeah exactly you know what i mean like i don't know but then the whole like at last like 10 minutes of the episode was like Debbie and Tanya just like yelling at each other. Yep. And you know, and then they kind of wrap it up with each person. It was kind of, know, that was all kind of boring. But Yeah. And then, I, and then I fucking... just wish Tanya would have just been like, dude, Debbie, take a pill. It was a surprise. And she you did. I mean? She was like, it was a surprise, Debbie. Like it like, she was like, why are you so mad? Like she, you know, and she said like during, while she was signing, she's like, get off my case. Like, you yeah, know, she, right. Go she get said... Bob and have an orgasm. Yeah. She, fucking... she does. Well, Allegedly, Tony takes care of business, but you know. Yeah, I mean, he's knows? an older man. Who knows? Yeah. And then we got we could say goodbye to Natalie, who was like, "Oh, if I have to be alone forever, then it is what it is." You know, just like okay, okay. Did I ever mention she looks like the blonde witch from Hocus Pocus? I'm pretty sure I brought that up before. I think you have. It yeah. sounds familiar. This tell-all did not need to be three parts. No, no, you know what I mean? not at all. It was a lot of fluff. Yep. It could have been a special, like, two-hour-long two special, and then that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And they're trending towards these long, drawn-out tell-alls where we don't get new information. It's just all yeah. tissue time. Yep, I agree. Like, I don't know. What can you do? Well, please join us next time. We won't be talking about 90 Day, uh, The Single Life, because uh, that was the last episode. But I don't know. Fuck it. We'll talk about something else. Oh, goodbye. <laughs>